Glory to God. I tell you, I'm excited about this message because lives are going to be changed today. I'm going to expect her to end by the word. You need to stir yourself up. God has for me. Give it. I continue with a, which is a miracle here. But this one I've, living the blessed wants you living. I mean, think about it. If you go back to the Testament, you will see of the pitifully blessed. Should it be so for us as God's children who are under a better covenant based upon better promises? Should we not be living incredibly blessed? Come on now. And I know that, again, this flies in the face of modern uh, 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 religion and, and the things that have been taught down through the years. And it's a sad situation because people have the, uh, 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 I'll say it this way, the audacity to believe that God wants to keep us poor. So that, that, and the reason he wants to keep us poor is so that we, we remain humble. You know what that is? That's ignorance gone to seed. Because that Bible tells me if I listen to and obey God, I can expect the blessings of God to overtake me. And again, you've got to really start to think about these things. It doesn't say the blessings of God will just come on you. They're going to overtake you. That means you're just walking along, minding your own business, when all of a sudden a blessing just falls on you. Just, I mean, I don't know about you, but see, I like to think, because I've heard this story before. I've heard of men, who was that, Lord? Was it Jerry Savelle? It's just all of a sudden, and just started handing him money. Kept walking along, and, and I think it was at a month. Just came up, handed us some more money. Came up, handed, it's not like he had a big sign. Not in his own business. That's called the blessings over. T- Is it possible for any of the blessing? Jesus' name. Amen. But way too many Christians. Well, the standard that we sh- born again believers. And I know that some of you are at stage right now in your life. And I'm not spe- I am not preaching to you to condemn you. I know from whence I speak, I know what it's not, I know what it's like to have the barrel on top of me. Not to be on the bottom of the barrel, but under the barrel. I know what it's like to have so much debt that I'm looking at it and we're like going, well, we might be able to pay this off in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. But glory to God, do you know what God does when you finally get the revelation that he wants you blessed and you start to do things God's way, you start to obey God, you know what happens? God will get you out of that a lot faster and quicker than you could ever imagine. Did you know that God could just snap his fingers, bam, all that debt you have in your life is gone? Wouldn't that be really cool? Have owe nobody anything but love. Isn't that what the Bible tells us? I'm not supposed to owe anybody anything but love. Glory to God. And then, then when we have guest ministers come in, and we have, uh, 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 help me, Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Missionaries. Think of a word starting with an A. But missionaries come in. And immediately, we're asking $45,000 to be able to do this. We get the love offering for them. You just stand up and say, hope, hope. 5000 right now. Possible? Is that, listen, I know some of your heads are going, it might be possible for them or that person over there. I mean, I owe, I owe, I owe, I owe. It's got to get the revelation that we have to take care of everything we have need of and to store into our savings to be a great blessing to the kingdom of God. That's the way God wants us to. That's called living blessed. I want to be in that zone, the blessing zone. 
where the blessings are overtaking me day in and day out. How about you? Everybody say the blessing zone. I might have to change the title to the blessing zone. Glory to God. I want it. I want it for you. And if, if, if a person has ought with this kind of preaching and this kind of teaching, I would have them come and show me scriptures that talk about anything that what I'm saying is not true. What I'm, if I'm saying anything that's not true, then show me. You know, the Bible, a lot of people say, well, you know, money is the root of all evil. And I'll look at them and say, no, it's not. That's not what the Bible says. It's the love of money that is the root of all evil. If you're loving money, you ain't loving God. But when you are loving God, money is just something that, God, that you need to survive on this earth. And also to be a blessing. Hello? I am to be a faucet for the blessing. I, I, I want to be that who says to send the blessings out. Fun than to be able to bless some, bless somebody. I read to share this. I don't know if I shared it last week or not. The first time I, I remember how I went there. Well, uh, when I was at Canaan Land, I believed God to me. I sowed the seed in the exact amount of money I was believing Him for. When I went to Rama uh, for that uh, uh, winter Bible, which one it was. But anyway, I'm sitting. I just sense in my heart I'm supposed to give this fifty dollars money, but I have fifty dollars on me, and I give this away. What am I supposed to do here, Lord? This usher walks by, and this usher. And, and please understand me, he had on really beat up shoes. And, 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 and I'm like going, okay, what am I supposed to do here, God? And, and it was like, it was just prompting in my heart, I want you to give him that $50 for some new shoes. And I'm like going, okay, I don't know this person. I don't know him from Adam. I've never seen him before. And so finally, as, as, as the offering's going on, the worship's going on, I walk up to this guy and I just give him that $50 bill, you know, the money handshake. And I, and I, said, I said to him, the Lord told me to tell you that these are for your new shoes. And he looked at me and said, yeah, I'm believing for some new shoes. Ooh, you talk about feeling good. That's what it's all about. Amen. But see, that's having that attitude. I want to be ever sensitive to the Spirit of God, and I'm going to be quick to obey Him, whatever He's leading me to do. Because see, when God, listen, when God knows that you'll be faithful to obey Him, He'll tap you on the shoulder. And guess what? He won't be tapping you on the shoulder. Because if, if you ain't blessed, how are you going to do Blessed. Hey, hey, Dad, $25. No, no, I'm, you're right. Dad, $1,000. <laughs> Praise God. I want this church blessed, blessed. Blessed and blessed when you go to bed. I want you to see so much around you that you think, wouldn't that be a God? I'm going to tell off of And I know the same is true with my daughter. She's phenomenal. God blessed you, didn't he? But I was just talking about these two the other day. And I said to my wife, I don't know if James and Riley know how blessed they are. They have three cars. Stop and think about it. They have three cars fully paid for. Now, can I just be rude and ask how old you are? How old are you? You're, can I tell them? Riley is 18. She's 21. I'm just messing. James is 22. Hey, when you have your own kids, you'll find out it's not always that easy to remember their ages. Anyway, praise the Lord. So, 
But to have three vehicles paid for, fully paid for, that's blessed. Amen. But you know who's faithful to always give? Faithful to always tithe? Right here. They've learned that principle. I mean, somebody comes in, they're writing a check for 100 bucks. You know, a guest minister. And it blesses me as pastor. And as a result, amen. And again, on them to be bragging on them. I'm bragging and through them. Glory gets so quiet in here. Praise the Lord. Everybody say, I'm blessed. Blessing. Amen. Go with me to James. Man, I can't get off of the introduction. Again, this is the main text. It's 122. Deceiving yourself. Translation says, but don't just listen to You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. And then finally, the message translation says, don't fool yourself into thinking that you're a listener when you're anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. Everybody say, act on what you hear. Is it possible... For a Christian to come to church every time the doors are open and read their Bibles every single day and listen to teaching tapes all the time and still not live a blessed life. Absolutely. They're the ones who are hearers only. And unfortunately, there are a whole lot of Christians out there who have heard a lot of the word, but they're not doing a whole lot of what they've heard. Did you hear what I just said? They're hearers of the word, but they're not doing what they've heard. How do I know that? Because there's a whole lot of Christians out there who are living. There are a whole lot of Christians going through life sick, broke. There are a whole lot of Christians out there privileges in Christ Jesus. And one of the main reasons for this is out there, but not many do. The result of living that way. Being James, it tells, it tells us that you'll end up dis- in other words, you'll win to yourself the to do to you. You end up the very thing, the devil, it's as if you're joining team to destroy your own life. Ouch. Come on, devil. Come on over, devil. Let's join arms and let's go through, let's go through my life and see if I can destroy it with you. <laughs> now, how many people would do anything like that? Probably nobody. Hopefully nobody. But the thing is, if you're not being a doer of the word, what does the Bible tell us here in James is the end result? You deceive yourself. You fool yourself. That's pretty powerful, isn't it? My goodness gracious. I don't want to live a life that's self-deceived. Because I am coming against the deceiver who is out to deceive me. And lead me down a path of destruction for my life. But if I'm not going to be a doer of the word, it's like I'm walking down that pathway by myself. I don't even need the devil's help. Isn't that ridiculous to say that? I'm deceiving myself because I'm not doing the word. Wow. I believe, hallelujah, I'm looking at a bunch of people in here who are not just going to be hearers of the word, but by God's grace be doers thereof. Just say that with me today. Say, I'm of the word of God. But a doer of the word. And my life is blessed. Now look at James 1, 23. Hearer of the word and not a doer. He's like his natural face in a mirror. 
goes away and immediately does what? Forgets what manner of man. 23, 24 from the New Living says, don't obey it. it is, you see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. Now, in the morning when I get up, I'm sure this is probably true for everybody. I go and I look in the mirror. Sometimes when I look in the mirror, I say, oh me. Not many times, but... <laughs> oh, sorry. But it, when I'm looking at the mirror, this is an itty-bitty mirror, by the way. When I'm looking at that mirror, I can see myself. How you doing? Anyway, so... I can look at myself, I can see these things, I can see I got sweat on my forehead, I got my glasses on, I got a mic on, got a black shirt on. We'll stop right there. But anyway, and so, all of a sudden I'm, I'm no longer looking at the mirror. What, and now, when I leave from the mirror, am I any longer thinking about what I was looking at? For the most part, most people don't. I could tell a joke right there, but I won't. But anyway... <laughs> The point being is what? What happens with so many people is they look into the mirror of God. They look of the Word of God. That they need to change. Have you ever looked in the mirror before in your face? I'm not looking at anybody. I'm not. But it's, ah! I gotta go. Is that the most pleasant? Now you can deal with it, can't you? Everybody say O'Reilly preach. <laughs> but, but what ends up happening will see what the Word of God spent and forget what they heard. You have to, uh, in order to become a doer of the Word, is you cannot forget what you've heard. You've got to be a rememberer of what the Word says. And I just made that word up. Rememberer. It's the truth. You've got to be somebody who is putting the Word of God before you all the time. And when you, listen, let me just throw this, this is so important. One of the things you're going to have to do is learn, first of all, when you are studying the Bible, or you're reading the Bible, or meditating in the Word of God, or you come to church and you're listening to the anointed Word of God. Or you're listening to on YouTube or, you know, an iPod or something along those lines. And when the Spirit of God speaks something to your heart. How many know what I t I'm talking about when I say that? It's like something just like, it's like a, again, like an aha moment. Whoa! It's just, I don't even know how to, it's just like you know God just said something to your heart. Just spoke something to your heart. You know what ends up happening with so many people? They just kind of let it go. Do you know what you need to do? Write it down. Whatever uh, uh, verse in the Bible, if it's uh, a particular word said, write it down. Myself, uh, I've been in anointed service, and, and as I'm sitting there, the minister speaks, believing God for a certain thing, and all of a sudden he'll say, what ends up happening a lot of times, happened in here before, that the minister's a rabbit trail, and, you know, is because he's being led something. Say something, and if that happens, watch out. But I've been in services where I didn't do that. My mind was, I don't need to write that down. I'm not going to forget that. But then what happens is I leave from that service and I come down off of that spiritual high, so to speak. And then I go and do what? I go and feed my flesh. 
I go and cater to my flesh. I go and get some rest. I've had times like that where my wife will look at me and say, what was it that God spoke to you again? I, I remember. Now, why would that happen? Because when God spoke to me, I was in the spirit. But now, instead of being spirit conscious, I'm being flesh conscious. I'm catering to my flesh. And as a result of that, I'm not as sensitive to the spirit of God as I was when I was there hearing that word come from the spirit of God. Now, what's so good about God is what? You ask him, he'll show you again. What happened right away? But the thing you've got to let the word down. Everybody keep the word before you. What is the Bible? In fact, do you want to succeed and prosper? I mean, who? Do, okay, say it this way. Good, nobody's hand went up. That's a good thing. Listen, we all want to succeed and prosper. Well, guess what the Bible's done for us? How good our Heavenly Father is. He, in fact, ate the book of the law. This but depart from your mouth and speaking it and confessing it but you shall meditate in it day and night how often are you supposed to meditate in it so if you're supposed to be meditating it during the day and you're supposed to be meditating it in the night how often should you be meditating in it wow you're good praise god you meditated in uh, the bible day and night why that you may observe to do Everybody say to do. According to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. There's, your, there's the formula. Glory to God. My, it's stuck to my hands. It's all right. For some reason, I saw myself doing that today, dropping my notes. I literally did. So there you go. We all want to succeed. All of us want that. We all want to prosper. We all want to live like that. And God's given us the way to do it. You've got to spend time in the Bible. <laughs> if only I could follow you home. And watch what happens when you get home. Any of you, I'll look up. Never pick your week. Never. Eat. And you is so full that are overtaking you. Mm -mm -mm. But if that's the way you've been living, I'm telling you by the Spirit of the living God to pick up the Bible. It's time to meditate in the Bible and mutter over and over. I would say this to you. I was talking about the importance of reading out of the New Testament. Listen, find the scriptures that talk about who you are now in Christ. We, we've got to, I believe we still have that little book, book by Brother Hagin. The in, it's called In Him has all of these scriptures that talk about who you are in Christ Jesus right now. And you begin to say out of your mouth what the Bible says about you. Not what you see in the natural, not how you feel, but what does the Bible say about you. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. I've got God's eternal life on, in, on the inside of me. I am more than a conqueror through him who loves me. I can go on and on and on and on and on. But in Christ, scriptures, I'm accepted in the beloved. Get that. I'm, a, I'm accepted in the beloved. Woo, that blesses me. We 
you've, you've got to continue to do it day in and day out. You need to be hearing the word of God. You've got to come to a church that preaches the word of God like this one. Keep the word before you. Do not let the word, da- don't put it down. Leave it before you all the time. This is your answer. And then what's going to happen? Now let me have a curveball at you. All the time. Eat and prosper. You? No. Telling the word all the time. But earth to do. Been looking at. It. You're not going to experience what God says is ours. It's, just, it's such a simple, so big to soul. And wonder why they are struggling. The word of God. You're not going to prosperity in your life. Now, am I being hard when I say that? I am not. I, by God's Spirit, I'm trying to get it across to you. You can live that way. It's for every one of us. Amen. I want it for you. I want it for my life. I want to meditate. In, I mean, I want to keep the Word of God before me all the time. I want to be meditating in this Bible all the time. I'll be honest with you. I need to pick up my confessions and do them a whole lot more than I've been doing them lately. I've set them down. I've got them. But I sure need to be doing them a whole lot more. Are you listening to me? But the bottom line is this. If you're not keeping this Bible before you all the time, if you're not meditating in the Word all the time, how can you observe to do it? My people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. If you don't have knowledge of what the word says, how can you possibly do it? I know that's a simple thing, but my goodness gracious, is that powerful? We're called to observe, to do the things we've been meditating in. The word of God, amen? Thank you, Jesus. I love that. You you will have good success. Don't allow those religious people out there. It's not for God's saints. Because to say that is to make God right here in my, in my Bible. And, I, and I'm observing to do according to all that is written. I will make my way prosperous. I will have Jesus. So you got to listen. Be someone who's going to be. Be someone who is diligent in confessing the word of God over your. Oh, guys. Because then what? When you're going through the fiery trial that everybody at one time or another is going to face, when you're going through that fiery trial, what ends up happening? Well, this is a little bit late. (laughs) Hallelujah. Anyway, it's good to see you. Praise the Lord. Amen. But listen, listen. You made me lose my train of thought there. Oh, listen, listen. Where am I? No, that didn't help me at all. (laughs) Glory to God. I already shared all that. Thank you. Amen. So you can hear me out there? (laughs) Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I have no idea where I'm at in my notes. Okay, here we go. So the first key to being a doer is to be sure and remember what you've heard. Take notes, confess the word, meditate in the word, keep the word before you day and night. You don't want to be like, as the Bible chapter 1, a person glass in the mirror. That a, <laughs> sorry, Roddy, I lost. You yourself walk away and forget what you look like. Word of God, I know where I was going. 
for you, and you know you've been studying the Word of God through the fiery trial, what happens then is the remembrance which you've been meditating in. It's one of his roles in your life is that the Lord speaks to you. Amen. But what if you haven't been in the Word again? Holy Spirit, bring to my remembrance. What do you want me to bring to your remembrance? Amen. I remember I've said that to my, my children where, you know, where school was concerned. When they had a, a test, I said, you need to apply yourself. You need to study for your test. But then when it comes time to take the test, ask the Holy Spirit to bring it to your remembrance. However, if you did not study the night before or a week before or whatever, how can the Holy Spirit bring it to your remembrance? You can't expect the Holy Spirit to cheat for you. And that's the, that's the truth where life is concerned. He wants to help you. He will help you. He will bring it to your remembrance if you've been putting it in. Hello? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And listen, if you're not, don't blame it on God when your life ends up in shambles all around you. Yeah, I turned around so nobody thought I was talking about them. It's nobody's fault but your own. Are you listening? Amen? Look at James 1.25. But he who looks into the perfect law of the uh, New Living Tra Translation says, but if you look the perfect law that sets a beautiful depiction of the word of God, the perfect of liberty, the free. How many know that a name for everybody? Your, your skin color, your education, understand that you could go out right now up on the top of this roof and you can jump or you're not going to start to float away. What happen if you're dumb enough to jump fast to the ground? Splat. Why? It works the same for everybody. All of liberty. For everybody. If you will put it into motion in your life. What is the perfect law of liberty all about? Living free. Being free. All the days of your life. Doesn't that sound like living the blessed life? No more bondage. No more chains. Just free, free, free. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I love that definition of it. Now I want you to notice something else here. This is another thing that we must do in order for this law to work in our lives. James 1.25 but it says, But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it. Everybody say continues in it. Again, as we've already seen, you've got to stay with it. You've got to keep yourself in it. Keep it before you. Meditate in it day and night. And is not a forgetful hearer, but notice, a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. But in the New Living Translation says, verse 25, But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says, and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. How do we get blessed? How do we get blessed? By hearing and doing. By hearing and doing. You got to be a doer. And the Lord will bless you. God, God, not he might. He will bless you. God's going to bless you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Almost done. Can you stick with me just a couple? Ezekiel chapter 33. Let me read this from the New Living Translation. Son of man, your people talk at the doors. They say to let's go hear the prophet tell us what the so my people come, now get this, pretending to be sincere and sit before you. They listen to your words, but they have no intention of doing what you say. Their mouths are full of lustful words, 
and their hearts seek only after money. You are very entertaining to them. Like someone who sings love songs with a beautiful voice or plays fine music on an instrument. They hear what you say, but they don't act on it. Do you think this is going to end up a problem for these people? Do you think that's going to end up a problem for many in the church today? Read the very next verse. Then when all these terrible things happen to them, as they certainly will, then they will know a prophet has been among them. Friends, because of their failure to hear and to do the word of the Lord, terrible things will happen to them. Again, whose fault is it? God's or theirs? Oh my goodness, I'm telling you right now, bit of the mentality that if I just show, just get myself, get up, I have to get hour on Sunday morning. And, 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 but when I go, I'm going to something funny, I'll laugh. When the pastor, the pastor says something really, really good, I'm going to shout amen. From there and go home, and everything's going to be all rosy-posy. That's a wrong attitude. And you shouldn't get up, go to church, and, and, and say amen when the pastor's your hand. No. Come in here with an attitude of God. God, my spirit, I did morning. If the pastor says something from that Holy Bible that goes against what I thought the Bible said, I'm going to go with what you're saying to me, God. And then I'm going to be a doer. By your grace, I'm going to do. By your grace, I'm going to do. By your grace, I'm going to do. I'm going to be a doer of the Word of God. I, I, I cannot, I mean, the, we're going to share, I'm going to share a bunch of more scriptures along these lines. It's throughout the Bible. People get destroyed. Their lives end up in shambles. But now, listen, listen, this is so powerful. When you come to church and, 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 and you hear the word only and you don't do the word, it's just as if you never heard the word at all. That's powerful. If you come to church and you don't do it, just as if you never came to church at all. It's just as if you, you're, I mean, basically you're in the same boat as Joe Blow Center down the road. Isn't that amazing? I've used the illustration before, and I, I who it was that gave me this illustration. It's like the person that keeps the church, they're like a balloon. And they get a little you know, hear some word, they never apply the word. So it's still, now, some of them become forgetful hearers. The devil comes a lot out of them. But then they come back and they hear the word again. They get a little bit more of the word in them. They never get into the word again, through word to their lives, but they come back to church, there's more word in them. And the balloon keeps getting bigger, and they have all of this word in their lives. And then all of a sudden, something tragic happens in their lives. A tragedy happens in their lives. Even though they've been coming and hearing the word and hearing the word and hearing the word, they haven't been doing the word. And they cannot turn around and blame God for that. I'm telling you, friends, with everything that's in me, I've seen too many Christians suffering through life when they don't need to be. I'm not saying that the sufferings don't come to us. But we're going to do it just like Jesus when we face sufferings, aren't we? What did Jesus do? He committed it to his Father. Look to him for wisdom and guidance. And no matter what he went through, he came through it victoriously. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 
I don't want you to be a balloon that gets puffed up and blown up and blown up and blown up. I want you to come in here and get full of the word. And then you go out and throughout your week, you're continuing to meditate in it. You're continuing to use it. And it's just flowing out of you. Flowing out of you. So in other words, when you come back on the next Sunday, the balloon looks a little empty. But it's not because you haven't been. It's just maybe you had a lot going on that week and you had to use all the word that came into you. Are you hearing how I'm saying that? But the bottom line is this is up to you and me. What you're going to do, what you're going to do. I'm sorry. I haven't seen it. But you've got to be sick. Who's going to say, Pastor Dan, I'm going to do this. Hear but a doer. I'm not just here. I'm going to remember what I'm hearing. I'm going to write down the things that God is speaking to my before me. You know what I've done before? And this, you can ask anybody who's been. Someone speaks a word over me. Or the whole, get on my computer. I type it out up on my desk somewhere. I keep it. Why? So I, I've got things up there. God's spoken to me about, about things spoken over me by the gospel. I keep it up there before me. You hear how I'm saying that? It's not just, I shouldn't be the only one doing this. Every one of you have had words spoken over you. Do you remember what was spoken over you? Write it down. Keep it before you. It wasn't just, oh, wow, that makes me feel so good. To, he called me out and spoke over me. Yay. No, it's supposed to impact your life. It's supposed to help set you in motion down that pathway God has chosen for you to go down. To fulfill your destiny, your plan and purpose. You will never fulfill your destiny unless you become a doer of the word. Because, hear me now. You heard, I mean, I know that uh, uh, Andrew Womack said this the other night. You've heard me say this. If what you're doing, you're able to do in and of yourself, then what you're doing is not God's plan for your life. That's powerful. See, if what we're doing is His will, it's going to be so much bigger than us. It's going to be so much bigger than us. From Him, He will equip us, He will anoint us alongside of us to see it come to when, when When Brother Womack sits there and says, dollars, and, and we, we were saying, debt, pay it all, debt free. You know, for a lot of people, you know, have the mentality, oh, that really didn't happen. Or they happened to me. But for me, and I hope for my house, will do it for me. Because God, but you got to throw the limits off. Hey, God, whatever you tell me, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Because if I do it, oh man, I know this is true. God just smiles. He smiles. And because you know why? He now can bless us. Here come the blessings. We're in the blessing zone. I'm a doer of the word and I live in the blessing zone. Amen. Glory to God. You get something? Please keep coming, because I'm telling you right now, I want all of us blessed, 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 blessed. I want to see it more and more in Jesus' name. I want to see us going. Listen, when, when people in this, in this church struggle financially, and we all get hit with things every now and then, how many know that's true? It happens. Shouldn't we be able to rally around one another, be there for one another? I know of a, I heard this years ago. But this one particular church, and it had to be a large church, but what ended up happening, what they did, the Lord ministered to the minister to share with his people that what they were going to do was they were going to begin to take people's uh, uh, mortgages. 
an individual would come and whatever they owed on that house everybody rallied around and paid it off then they moved on to the next one pretty soon they're all now ha 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 i tell you freedom in this word right here what's the perfect law of liberty amen getting this am am i the only oh thank you jesus i'm not just a hearer a doer a doer i'm not doing this because i'm doing this i'm doing this because because the lord's leading me to do it we took up an offering recently for her and not very much came in did it cassie she had she was she counted i believe if she wanted to count it and not much came in and i'm not i how many know how many hours she spends praying for you she spends time praying for every single one of you all the time. She loves you. And she's fixing to get to go see her grandson, her granddaughter. Her son, her granddaughter. I want to be able to bless her. And no, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I, I, mean, I could probably throw it on my credit card and I'd pay my credit card off. That's the way I do it. But the bottom line is I'm trying to enable you to be blessed. By being a blessing to her. So I want to take up another offering this morning. And I want, you to, I want you to ask God what you should give. And if whatever it is, you're on the inside. And for, listen to me. If you don't want to give, I'm not twisting your arm. The Bible says, as we read earlier, you want to think about it. You want to give as the Lord is directing you. Look to your heart. But the bottom line is, is listen, you so into something like this. Guess what's going to happen? might want to go see your grandkitties or you having any grandkitties because you're really young but man god is faithful to bring blessings back upon this kind of thing so i want to take up a love offering for my way and i want you to follow your heart and i according to what god has put don't want to give please don't